what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. And guess what? I am so excited to let you know that the Biz Women Rock Elite membership is now open and ready for you. What is the elite? Just like elite athletes have certain qualities that make them stand out amongst all the other athletes, elite business owners are just the same. And in the Biz Women Rock Elite membership, you are surrounded by all of your fellow rockin' biz women who don't take no for an answer, who are super obsessed with continuing to grow themselves, grow their businesses, and do big things in this world. And as a member of the Biz Women Rock Elite, you get special access to really in-depth targeted education that is available nowhere else in the Biz Women Rock community and specialized tools, strategies, and access to your fellow members in a productive way that will produce results in your business. You are not in this game alone, girl. So go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash elite membership and become a member today. It's time for another live coaching session today, and I'm so excited. So for almost a decade, Angie St. Pierre has been helping other people in their businesses. She's acted as an administrative and a personal assistant, and because of this, has mastered things like efficiencies, processes, systems, marketing, social media, and oh, so much more. Basically, how to make everything simplified behind the scenes, right? In December 2016, she made the decision to go out on her own and help build her own business. While she started out being a for-hire assistant for her clients, actually doing the work they needed done, she's transitioned into consulting and strategizing for them instead, educating them on how they can better run their back offices, sharing tools and resources that can help them run a more efficient business, and also strategizing on how they can market their businesses in creative ways. During this live coaching session, Angie was stuck and her head was clustered with all the things she should be doing to grow her business. Does that sound familiar to anyone? So I started where I usually start with any new client. I asked her what her dream business looks like in her head. If you could snap your fingers and tomorrow you walked into your ideal business, what would that be? What would you be spending your time doing? What are you giving? What are you sharing? Who are you helping? So her answer looked different than the business that she now has. So our entire strategy session focuses on how she can intelligently evolve her business from where it is now to where she wants it to be, all the while being incredibly present and grateful for where she is now. I challenged her on who her avatar really is versus who she thought it was, and we were ultimately able to uncover the true gift that she is meant to share. So while we didn't solve the world's problems, I think we actually got off to a great start. Without any further ado, here is Angie St. Pierre. Angie, what's going on, girl? Hey, Katie, how are you? I'm so excited you're on the show. 
I am very excited. <laughs> I am very excited. I just had the pleasure of giving you a giant hug last week at Florida Podcasters Association. Oh, that was amazing. I didn't even know how busy that was. That was an incredible group. Seriously. I was so excited to be there. That group is awesome. If you are not yeah. cur- if you're not currently in Florida, what you have to do is go join the I think that there's a private Facebook group or uh, and a Facebook page for Florida Podcasters Association and somebody in there is always live streaming what's going on in the content. But if you are in Florida, we literally have people from all over the state drive in for that meeting. It's anywhere from 50 to like 80 people sometimes every single month. It's so awesome. I'm excited. That that's anybody has to go. It it was really, really cool. I thought I liked the the fact that it was people who have an existing show who have been doing it for, I mean, a couple hundred episodes to people who haven't even started yet, like myself. So mm. it was a really good mix of people. Great, great brain picking and a lot of knowledge for everybody, no matter what level they were at. Well, and that kind of brings us to you and maybe thinking about a podcast. That's not what we're going to be talking about today. But after everyone listens to this live coaching call and strategy session, they're probably going to understand very clearly why you would be great at a podcast. Let's start a little bit with what your business is all about. Can you give a general idea of what you offer, how you provide services, how you generate revenue so people have an idea of like the landscape of your business? I've taken my experience as a personal assistant. For, um, I was going to say back in 2009, I started as an, a personal assistant to somebody. I had no idea what I was getting into. Started learning all of these different tips and tools and tricks of online marketing and online business. And I've done that for the past, well, nine, I guess eight years or so for other people, uh, motivational speakers, online marketing people, um, other business coaches, and finally decided that I've been doing these things for so many people that a lot a lot of people were coming to me saying, Hey, will you be my assistant? Can you show me how you do it? Or can you show my assistant what to do? So I've kind of branded my business in showing other people how they can put just some simple systems into place for themselves. If they don't have enough work to hire a full-time 40 hour a week or even 20 hour a week person and utilizing some of the online tools and things that are out there for sometimes free or less than $10 a month to create systems and strategies into the online portion of their business, whether it's an online business strictly or has um, a brick and mortar as well to go with it. Gotcha. So you're really, you're really sort of under the umbrella of administrative assistant, but you specialize in anything like online marketing and let's say back office systems, if you will, things to make things work better and faster. Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell people if they have screenshots and they want to know how did this person make this email look like this, or how does this email just automatically show up when I type my email address into something, (laughs) I explain that to somebody in a way that they don't have to be techie to be able to do that duplication for themselves in their business. And at the same time, from being in so many events and and rooms and things with these, with these bigger events going on, I've also gained a love for just creative ideas to where I can sit and just say, have you guys tried doing marketing this way? So creative marketing using some of those systems. So the two go hand in hand. Okay. Got it. Now you have been doing this in some capacity for other people for a long time. As of December 2016, you officially went out 100% on your own and have been basically other people have been sort of contracting you as they need you. And so tell us a little bit about what the structure of your business is like now, meaning are you somebody who has like one to three high level clients and that's what you do? Or are you, what is it and what do you want to be doing? How do you want people to be engaging you? 
Well, right now I have one main high level client who I kind of had got became full time for them. And it was kind of like, wait a minute, I'm still doing for somebody else what I want to be doing for myself. <laughs> so I'm still working with that high level client there in, in wide range of, of tasks that I do for them. But as far as other clients, they, yeah, they come to me really through word of mouth. Um, it's crazy when you go to some of these events, such as the one we went to last week and how everybody kind of is, everybody is connected. Everybody's been to several different groups and they're all saying, no, Angie can help you with that. Or Angie can explain that, or I'm not techie. Let me get you with my friend, Angie. So it, and what that looks like is somebody will come to me for a one-time task of, Hey, I just can't get this to work. Can you just do it? Sometimes it's easy to just do it for them, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I like to show somebody how to somebody that so other couple people who pay me on a monthly basis to just kind of be their right arm. Very, very cool. Okay, that gives us a very good understanding of the whole landscape of everything. So while we are not going to solve all of your business's issues in this particular strategy session, what do you want to focus on? What do you want to get out of today's session? I would really love to get out of today's session. I mean, a lot of, I see how, I mean, you, for example, have, you know, just different pieces in place. I think a lot of time people make it so complicated yeah. <laughs> where, you know, and I've seen how you, you, you do a lot, but you haven't done it all at once. No. So I guess taking all of those ideas I have, Right. And you can see, you know, the times that I've heard you speak, how you've rolled them out little by little and they all kind of work together. How to utilize, obviously, Facebook or how to utilize, you know, say coaching versus dollars for hours for every single person like I'm doing right now mm -hmm. to kind of put those higher, I guess, more of a package together like we were speaking about and, and what that looks like to kind of tie everything together. So, so ultimately, what it, what are the next steps that you should take that make that would make the most sense for your business? Correct. Correct. Okay. To not be looking, you know, every single month, okay, now I need 10 more people. Or, right. You know, right. <laughs> the monthly is great, but I do have to sleep at some point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yes, a better structure structure as to where to build from here. Great question. And I'm really glad that this is our topic today because sometimes one of the one of the horrible drawbacks as you are listening to this podcast is that you've listened to many podcasts, not just mine, I'm sure, mm -hmm. that are giving great information that you are ingesting and like, I need to go do that. I need to go do that. And the yeah. great part is, is that you're educating yourself about all these great things that you can do in business. And Angie, you've had the, you've had the fortune to kind of learn all of these things in order to help your clients, right? And so you have learned them. So th what I'm trying to say is that one of the drawbacks to all the knowledge is knowing what things could be. And quote unquote, that easily turns into, because we're driven women, what things quote unquote should be. But when you are entering into the phase of starting your own business and creating sustainability, which is the phase that you are in right now, even though you have the skills and you've had these skills for a decade and you've practiced these skills and you've gotten better and better at these skills, still you running your own company has it's not, it's in its infancy. It's in less than a year, right? So there's this thing called, I have to just have a respect for the life cycle that my business is in. And so let's, let's strategize from there. So what I'm going to ask you to do and you listening, because your head is filled with all these great ideas of potential that you quote unquote should be doing as well. I want you to completely take off all those expectations off the table. Okay. I kind of want you to forget about everything that you do know and that you know that you should be doing for your business. And I want to start with a blank slate of where you are in your business. And I'm going to distill it to this. You said the term a couple times, like, I want to do this for my business. 
why don't you tell me what your dream business really looks like? And it doesn't need to be like super stamped. I just need it to have some idea of what does it look like if you could snap your fingers tomorrow and you could be running this amazing Angie St. Pierre business, what does it look like? Oh, I like that question. I love the clean slate too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, to me, it looks like believing that I'm that expert to stand up in front of people and share with them where I've been, how I built my business and be able to be that go-to person to be working on my business and the out, the outer side versus the one always doing the work, if that makes sense. Yep. So yep. my dream business would be to be that go-to authority to speak and teach on these different exciting ideas that I have or on these different systems that I could be an affiliate of so many different ones and do it in that way versus so much in front of my computer doing the work for everybody. Okay, gotcha. So what I'm hearing is that as far as a business model, an ideal dream business model for you would be to be speaking, to be an educator? Yes. Okay. Does that mean putting on your own programs or does that mean you getting paid to speak? Paid to speak, but more so having my own line of... I don't know. Everybody's using the word courses right now, you know, but teaching a little bit here and there and then turning that into one major program, say once a year that people can come into and learn how to do these things for their own business. Gotcha. Okay. So this is you as the educator, kind of having like this whole education for, we're going to talk about who your avatar is in just a second, but basically being able to say, Hey guys, I have this vast array of knowledge and I'm going to put this down for you in a way that is sort of like a university, if you will, for lack of a better term. And now your ideal business is you running that, being the person to give the education, create those courses or those online programs. And now you have students coming in to learn. Correct. Okay, gotcha. So that looks nothing like what you're doing right now. (laughs) It looks, it's okay. And the reason why I asked you this is because in order for you to start moving towards something, strategically speaking, and not waste time or money or a lot of money or a lot of time, Mm -hmm. you really have to understand where you're going first. And so it's okay if your business right now has very little in common with what this dream business really is. The most important part Mm -hmm. is to understand what draws it all together. What's that string that, that you unifies it all. And for me, it's that you're educating people because what I'm hearing for you, even though you are like a four hire administrative assistant, what I hear in you explaining how you do things is that I really like teaching people how to do this for themselves. I really like helping them understand why they need to do this or how they need to do this. And yes, I'll do it for them because that's why they're hiring me. But ultimately, that's not what I really, that's not where my heart is, right? Correct. I'm getting out of, um, I've almost daily working on getting out of doing it so much for people. And actually in, in a lot of what I've booked, you know, booked lately or doing with clients lately is just strategy sessions, whether they can choose that to be systems in their business or creative marketing ideas. Okay, If gotcha. they want me on a monthly basis, I'm not there to do it all, but I'm there as a right arm for them to reach out and say, okay, now I need help. What do you think of this? Would this be a good idea? What is your opinion? Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. the reason I wanted to get really clear on that is because <laughs> those are two very different elements of your business that seem to be coexisting right now. And there's this thing called like, while I'm, while I'm on this path to sustainability, meaning like I know my business model and this is the way my money comes in and this is what it is, even though it's always evolving, like I can count on this X amount of dollars coming in every month, every year, whatever, you know, I'm getting to this place where I'm not chasing down hungrily this nut every single month kind of 
of thing, right? When you're in that phase, you have to ask yourself, what's working? What's already making me money? Um, where's the potential of where I can make money? And how do I line all that up with this large vision that I have, right? So it sounds like you've made the first tweak of that evolution, which is going from doing everything that is like you are the doer to Mm -hmm. now you, yes, you are actually doing some of the work, but you're also now positioning yourself as somebody who can strategize to help them create that from the top down, right? Yes. How is that? Absolutely. Tell me how that's going because that's a very different sales pitch. That is a very different market. That's a very different type of person that you're talking to. So how is that going? Meaning like out of 10 clients, how many are you strategizing for and how many are, are you doing administrative work for? Well, it's actually, it actually went, it's going a lot easier than I would have thought. Cause it's not like I was able like, I didn't want to wake up one day and be like, Hey, I'm not doing this for you anymore. Right, <laughs> you right, know? Right. So what I did is with the clients and in 10 is a really good number um, that I have that come to me. I've literally just transitioned each one as in, Hey, listen, now we're going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to do that. You know, I put it in, you're not going to learn anything if I do this for you all the time. (laughs) I want to be able to just share with you on a month, you know, next time we meet the new things that I've learned that would be applicable in your business versus somebody else's, if that makes sense. So it's actually going very well. And I actually, I guess we're our own worst enemies. I'm the one that has to kind of pull myself out of saying, no, Angie, you're not doing that for them. <laughs> right. You're, you're well, not doing that anymore. And it actually is well, if I stick to my, you know, not want to say stick to my guns, but I'm saying, this is what, you know, like you said, when we got on this call, what is the objective of this, of this that we're doing? What is the objective of us meeting today? You know, when I meet with somebody over, over Skype, over zoom, sometimes it is at their office. If it's, if it's something local and somebody that I'm very close with and what can we sit down and go with? So it's actually going well. It's just keeping myself on that. I don't have to be in there doing it all. Well, and you come on. I mean, you're where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) So number one, let's recognize that you definitely have this administrative. I can do it for you thing to fall back on if you ever need it. So that that's got to feel really good. But the second thing is, is I see, and I I think that you see now too, is that getting into more of a consulting, educating type of a role gets you, that's a direct move towards this person who's this educator and who's running this university, right? Yes. Okay. Now, who is your ideal avatar that will hire you as a strategist? My ideal person, I have said, is somebody who, and I, I don't want to like pinpoint it down to women, but it, it tends to be who I work with mostly. Um, well, you, know, you, know that you're not, you know that you're not going to get any pushback <laughs> from me on that. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and just because women chit chat and they're, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. And that's how I get my referrals. Women who want to do their own thing. But my ideal person is somebody who already has their business figured out. We spoke briefly about this. I don't want somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing right yet. I mm-hmm. want somebody that's got the pieces in place. They're moving forward. Forward, but things are taking too many steps. Things are taking too many things. So they've got clients already. They've got sales, whether they're making jams and jellies in their kitchen, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. doing an online marketing piece towards that, or they're doing something similar to what I do, but they may not have the technical side. So my ideal person is somebody who's already on their way. Uh, a mom who, again, doesn't have enough time to do it all themselves. A business, a, a mom who is trying to do her own thing, but doesn't want to hire an assistant somebody who just has that 
I'm not quite techie, but I know it exists. My ideal client, I wouldn't say, is somebody who doesn't really even know how to turn on the computer. I mean, not right. to sound funny, but I need somebody, and I said I'm very upfront with that. I need somebody to understand how to use some of the stuff that I'm that I'm doing. I'm not here to teach somebody how, what the difference in a Facebook timeline and your Facebook pages. Somebody who's got those systems in place and just needs the automation and some more structure put into it. Um, also, somebody on the creative marketing side, which ties it together. I know it's kind of playing two different games there. Somebody who's just tried a bunch of ideas and they're just kind of, they're just not sure what else to try. I offer a fresh, fresh set of eyes, a fresh mind to look at what are you doing right now to, you know, creatively market your business? And have you tried this? Have you tried that? Because it may not be just something they haven't even thought of. Okay, so just a couple of gut reactions is number one, I do see those two pockets, like systems Mm -hmm. and automation making basically like... Making your business work for you so that you can save some time. Right. I feel like that's one pool. And then the other pool is somebody who needs an outsider's perspective on creative marketing tactics. I feel like those are two very different things. It could be the same person, but they're two different entry entry points. And I struggle with that. Like, do I still do both? Because I I love both. That's the problem. Is there is there (laughs) one over the other that you tend to get more? I'm not saying you need to choose, but is there when clients are hiring you? For this Mm -hmm. consulting stuff, whether it's like to help automate some of their back office or, you know, help them really get their stuff done in the back office. Like, what are they coming on? What are they initially coming on for? Are they coming on because of the marketing strategy or the creative strategy? Or are they coming on initially for the former? And then they realize that you can also do this creative stuff. So they will start asking. That's how it's working. Uh Aha. Okay. They're coming in more for the systems. And it's almost like I almost throw up the creative ideas, if you will. I mean, that's mm-hmm. sound funny, but I'm like, Hey, wait, what if you do this? What? And sometimes I'm like so far out and left field above their head that I just get excited. Especially if it's some type of girly business that I'm like, Oh, we could do this. You could do that. And then I'm, I'm not going to have the same exact excitement over maybe speaking with a realtor as I am a hairdresser, you right, know what right. I mean? Or some, or a makeup artist, you know, um, just, just being my own personal, but yes, it's more the systems and tools and things. And then the creative ideas just kind of spill out of that. So this is the reason why I'm pointing that out. And I want to make sure that you're really clear on that is because I literally just had this conversation, which is like, if you are someone who offers more than one here, it's obvious that this is the one, my, my one strong suit. And this is how I can help you. And this is why you're coming. If you offer more than that, a very smart thing to do is have prior conversations with the potential client and and figure out what they need first and then go in through one door and then you That's can start idea. and then you can start introducing the other thing you know and properly place them in sort of the the arena or w- of which or like the the camps that you can service them mm-hmm. so that you're not overwhelming them so that they know how to use you and when to use you because my guess is is that they're coming to you with one of those two pain points not n- typically not both at the same time you know or they they're not at least aware of both at the same time and that's, yeah. And then, you know, that's a really good point, Katie, you just said about the overwhelm because it does. Sometimes I get excited and they're like, whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. So and, and no, I mean, I really, I really love, I mean, just that right there is like a golden nugget of this whole conversation with just mainly focusing on the systems and tools. But I'm going to challenge you on this. When I asked you who your ideal avatar was, I actually feel it's, it's a smaller 
more distinct niche than what you described. Okay. So you described somebody who is like, they've got their business up and running. Okay. They have a, a working business model and they are busy and they know that yep. they need help. And what my immediate gut reaction is, is like, well, that's why they would call you to do administrative back office for them. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's not what you want to do. You want to help train them on how to do that better. So your niche is not somebody necessarily who is a woman who is really busy and realizing that she needs help. She's in that stage. And you may have alluded to this a little bit, but I just want to make sure that this is clear. She's in that stage where she wants to do it better on her own first. So it's a solopreneur, right? She, yes. she hasn't yet hired anyone. Like nope. there, there's no one working for her. Um, she's not ready to hire anyone yet because that's scary to her or she, mm -hmm. she doesn't know if she's financially ready for it, but she will go invest in herself to learn how to be more efficient with her, with her back office or with her systems or to help her do something better so she can create more time for herself. Right? Yes. Okay. Do you understand how big of a deal it is that we, that we got that specific? Okay. Because it's really important that you know who she is and what her pain point is. Her pain point, she doesn't want to hire anyone. She doesn't want to hire an assistant. So the, having the word assistant in your conversation is not the right conversation. It probably, it probably completely turns her off to you because she doesn't want to hire anyone. She wants to do it herself. So these are DIYers. Okay. This, that's probably a, a term that they would identify with. I'm a DIYer. Um, I want to figure it out on my own. They probably are and please know I'm raising my hand as soon as I say this, they're probably control freaks. And yep. they have been very successful in building their business so far. And yet they're not quite ready to hand off pieces, but they know that they need help in the moment to figure out and do things a little bit better their way. Now, the question I'm going to ask you is, are there specific topical pain points that they're coming to you with? Like, is it typically around, I don't even know, like, like webs. I don't know how I, I, I don't know how to put up my blog post or I don't know how to put mm -hmm. my, do email automation or yes, like, that's a big one. Okay. So email automation is one. Email automation is a huge one. Social media autom automation and or automation, you know, scheduling and things like that. And just creating that content is another big one. Okay. Huge one. Content creation, email automation, and then, of course, now with Facebook Live being so big, some things I just shared with just my really, really close, close clients is things like, you know, the different stuff of, wow, I want to share my screen over Facebook Live or I want to use a messenger bot. Those type of things I'm doing more just kind of private, not private. I mean, it's not like it's all public, but, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I okay, know what you and mean. That's what we'll focus on this time if you want to know how to use that because they don't really get the techie side and I can kind of dumb it down and just pull out the pieces that are pertinent to their business. Okay, so. so yeah. If we were to marry where you are right now with these consulting clients and mm. some of the stuff that we are talking about, what would that look like to you? Meaning, let me ask this question. The clients that you have like on a recurring basis, like, hey, once a month I show up and I help them brainstorm on how to how to do this stuff. Like, what are, is it a big surprise on what you they're talking about every single month or do, no. are they coming to you and they're saying, OK, these are the issues I have or are yes. you are you available to them on a regular basis so they could say, hey, I don't know how to do this. How do I do this? All that type that's, of stuff. That's exactly how it is. That's okay. exactly how it is. They're on a monthly, you know, they're on a monthly payment plan. Some of them are like, hey, and I know they're going to come back because we've already started something. You know right. what I mean? That they're right. like, okay, I need help now. Yeah. And it's just kind of been feeding itself, to be honest. But that is one where you are actually mm -hmm. doing the work and not necessarily yeah. consulting. Is that right? Or are you doing both? I'm showing them how. I'm not oh. doing the work for them. I okay. am showing them how. I got out of doing the work for them. I've actually transitioned them. <laughs> the ones that are the, the big, big one, I am still doing work for them. And that's just a whole different model. But 
that one, I don't think I'll ever show them how I still will continue to keep that one just because I love that one. And right. that's just a big one. Right. Um, but as far as the smaller, the smaller accounts and clients, yes, I am teaching them how. So I would think as far as like an immediate step forward, because that's really what we're trying to focus on here. Mm-hmm. There is a major transition here from doer to consultant to educator. Yes. Okay. And so in the doer, that's the time thing that that sucks the time. And that's good. And that's a great, I think all of us, all of us go through that, right? I used to be a copywriter. I would write people's copy. That was me doing what they needed, right? Versus I was, I was never consulting on how to create great copy. I was just, I was doing it for them, right? So listen, the great thing is, is that that skill set will never leave me, you know? So you've got all these great skills that are great, great for you no matter what. Okay. So then in this consulting thing, it is great, but that's one-to-one. The education phase, I feel, is the one-to-many, okay? So that's when I see this university, this Creative Solutions University. I don't know if that's the name of it. I just, right away, I see like these email automation tutorials. Now, so much of what you're talking about is like time-stamped information, meaning it's not necessarily evergreen, which is okay. There are plenty of online course creators who, you know, it's a you opt in to be a part of this university and you're constantly getting Angie's up-to-date tutorials on all the different things that are going on. There, there are definitely great examples like that. And your time is spent creating and recreating those modules and those tutorials. So that's totally possible. In the interim, though, understand that there's a big price difference in the one-to-one versus one-to-many. Typically speaking, you your one-to-many price point is a lot lower versus a one-to-one, which can be a lot higher. So I would think as your most immediate action steps, it would be to brainstorm on how you can get more of the one-to-one clients in a way that makes sense. I would do a little bit deeper of a strategy on like coming up with a package and I guess I guess like how to package yourself so that people immediately see who you are, get your brand, get what you're all about. They know that they need you and boom, they're calling you, right? So to me, it just, it's a little cleanup of your branding. It, it, I love it. Okay. So that way I can immediately say, and by the way, that goes so well into then how you market. This is why I'm a big believer. You can't really even talk about a marketing strategy until you know who you are and you're branded well, because unless we did the work to figure out who, like the specifics of who that avatar is and why she's calling you and when she's calling, you don't even know who that person is. So now that you know who she is, now you can start asking yourself, where is she? What podcast is she listening to? What blogs is she reading? Where is she on social media? Then how can I get in front of her? What does she find valuable? Like that's when we get into the juice of creating a marketing strategy, right? That's a whole different conversation. But for immediate purposes, work on your branding, work on the packaging of how you're packaging yourself, and then go to work getting in the short term, what I'm going to call the short term milestones of getting more one-on-one work because that moves you quicker towards being this educator. Okay. Makes sense. And then what typically happens when you're doing more and more one-on-one work is that you have your clients asking you the same questions. Yeah, <laughs> this is so true. And you probably already know this. And any one of you who's listening right now, who has ever done one-on-one work, most of us end up creating courses because we've had 
after having four calls with clients, every single one of them is asking us the same question. We're like, yeah, we'll just create a little video tutorial of how to do this. And then boom, now you've got a hundred people who want that too. So the space I'm at right now, right. I have so, a list of things that I'm like, you know what? I'm just making this and everyone's going to get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what I could recommend is like, I'm just going to call it like a mini step into that phase of educator, like the one to many educator. I would start experimenting. Take these questions that all of your one-on-one clients are having or that you're seeing that your avatars who aren't necessarily your clients yet are having and start making some tutorial videos and experiment with putting them out there. That doesn't mean that you need to charge for them. I am a big believer in charging for your services and for your knowledge. But dude, when you're first starting out, there's a lot of value to be had in just being seen as that person. The trick to this one-to-many model is that you need to be seen as a leader. Um, You cannot have a successful one-to-many model unless you establish yourself as a leader, you establish yourself as a community builder, you establish yourself as an educator who's known and trusted. So that's an entirely different business model and marketing plan. But it can happen little by little, the more one-on-one people get to know you, love you, trust you, and the more you keep putting yourself out there. I mean, just imagine that you work with a one-on-one client and then you realize, oh my gosh, this issue, I need to talk about it. And so you turn on your your phone and you go into Facebook Live and you just show mm-hmm. it to you, show your on your computer this tutorial of this question that you keep getting over and over again. And all of a sudden, you are now visible. And now people know you for that. And you have a call to action at the end of that Facebook Live that says, guys, if you need help with this, I am your boom. In your branding, there's this thing called you are called something. I don't know what that is. Your go-to for like, how do I do this? Or I'm your answer to that question. I'm the the A in the Q&A, you know, like come to me and I help you figure. Oh my God, I love that. Yay. (laughs) That's ultimately what you are. I want to pick up, I want to pick up the phone and I need the answer. If you need the answer, I'm your, I'm it. You know, I don't know what that is in your branding. That's, that's a whole nother conversation, but that's the call to action that you could do even just for free. These little mini tutorials you could do for free. And then as you get traction from more and more people who are like, yes, immediately what will happen is more and more people will either refer you or come work with you directly. So that's good personal branding on your part. And then eventually, perhaps at some point you start a Facebook group uh, to be able to share that information, give that information. Um, and then you transition into, you know, starting the podcast to be able to share these little nuggets of information. And then you launch, you know, Angie's University, not Angie's List, but Angie's University. <laughs> and, you know, and then you slowly get to that point where you are the educator and you've built up a community and now you have something solid and a, and a packaged way to offer them something that they need. So one person off the top of my head that I feel does this really well and is at that place that you talk about is Kim Gars to a social boom. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I do too. She's here local in Tampa. I love her. She's such a great person, but that's what her, she has a paid membership community and that's what it is. Like they get kind of the first, like whenever she learns something, she turns around and she masters it, turns around and shares with them. And so that seems to me to be a model that you would really thrive in. But I'm going to tell you straight up, and you got this right away, and this is so true with Biz Women Rock and every single businesswoman out there. It can't happen now. I shouldn't say can't. I hate saying the word can't. It takes an evolution because you're not ready to be that person, to be that master educator yet. You you have a, a few more significant pieces that you need to build up. Do I believe that needs to take forever? Uh-uh. I actually think that done right and done with intense focus and purpose, like you can actually get to this place pretty quickly. I have absolutely seen people do it, but it's just a matter of being clear about it and knowing that direction and making every single move that you're doing that purposeful, you know, like I'm going to be very clear on this. I 
love. I think one of my favorite parts of the day is like working one-on-one with my clients. I really, you could tell, I love doing this. I am very clear though that the that the big vision of Biz Women Rock does not allow for a lot of this time. So I'm very clear that now right. is the time for me to have a lot of this and I need this. I need to be working with all these one-on-one clients so I understand very very intimately the journey of the businesswoman. It's so part and parcel to me being able to live into the business vision that I do have and I also do know that it's temporal. Like I understand that there's a there's going to be a moment in time that I don't have have a lot of one-on-one clients, but knowing that allows me to peacefully be here without struggling and hating it. Like I'm being bitter about the fact that I'm not where I want to be, you know, like that allows me that. And, and I get to respect and honor the space for it right now. So I guess that's the advice that I would give to you is like work on this strategy in the, as a short-term plan, know what that long-term vision is and respect the, the position you are on your journey. Yes. No, I, I love everything you said, like that just hit home. It's good. No, I love it. That just totally, totally hit home and everything I was hoping to get out of, out of this. Yay! <laughs> and obviously I, and, and I'll be and totally, and totally being honest and transparent on here and, and everything is, it's not like you've said anything I haven't already been telling myself. Right. It's more of a consistency and quit throwing off and just do it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? <laughs> like, yes. I can sit there and tell somebody else, like I have notebooks full of, and every time I rewrite it, this is how I know, like, this is truly what I want what I need to be doing is I can go back and notebooks from probably three years ago, though the systems have changed. Some of the stuff is still exactly the same. Yep. Like, Oh, I'm going to start my blog post and I'm going to do it on this. And this is my tutorial. And this is the system I'm going to use. And I'm going to yeah. do this Facebook live. Hello. It's just freaking do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so glad you mentioned I that because, it because I, there's two and I've cut all the crap. Like, like I told you before. And I, a lot of us, women, I think we sit there, especially with social media right now. And we hear all these people coming into our newsfeed and not trying to be funny, but everybody looks the same Mm -hmm. and everybody wants their stuff, like cut the freaking macaroons and pink and gold. Like everybody (laughs) looks the same. (laughs) And, but it's just like, I literally have become my best friend. The best friend of my best friend lately is the unfollow button. Unless it's you to be honest, or two or three other women who have made it happen and are making it happen. And one other who is just, just do it or thing. I don't even follow it because we just get, again, we'll get so sucked into, should I be doing this instead of just doing it <laughs> and being so far past this conversation. So no, I think talking to you was almost like that permission. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm right. Katie said it was okay. Like I can do this now. Dude, seriously, <laughs> why do you think that coaches hire coaches? Like, I know, why, I know. That it is. It is so. You are an incredibly intelligent businesswoman, Angie. Oh my god, you are so ridiculously smart beyond your years. But that doesn't mean that you still don't have those hiccups. And life doesn't take over every once in a while, if not more often than we even want mm-hmm. it to. And it doesn't mean that like we don't know this stuff. Of course we know it. We know that all the answers. I can't tell you how many times I'm on the call with my business coach. And I'm like, I already know the answer. This is it. But I still need to get the stuff out. And I need to go through the process because this thing is a journey. And first and foremost, it is a personal development journey because we need to become the women who are ready to step into those actions. And I'm glad that you saw and it makes sense to you that even three years ago, you were talking about the same stuff, but there was, you you obviously weren't ready then. So, you know, now it's a matter of like, okay, like I'm ready. Let's go up to bat knowing that 
a good batting average is striking out seven times out of three, you know, or seven times out of 10. So still, like, it's just a matter of putting one foot forward. And you mentioned this, and I want to kind of end by circling back around to this. Yeah. It, this is seriously a process. I look back now after three and a half years of Biz Women Rock as a whole, as an entrepreneur, I look back since 2009 and I'm like, oh my God. Now, rarely do I stop and do this and I actually should do this and we all should do this a lot more, but you know, like I, I can look back and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is what my business is now. I can't believe that I have that. Oh my gosh, look at all these pieces I have. But that absolutely did not look like that a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. It didn't. So this is, these are just like the little steps that you have to go through every single time. And the best that you could do is surrounding yourself by people who support you, who cheer you on and getting the accountability and the strategy that you need and whatever it is you personally need to make sure that you're going for that vision and falling along the way, but getting back up. Yes. I, I totally love it. I, totally right on. I'm, I'm yeah. Yay. Got the fire <laughs> under my, under my butt. Woo! <laughs> All right, girl. So your job is to then give me an update on how things are going from here and we'll go ahead and make sure that that gets announced within Got our it. private Facebook group. So Yay. awesome. Listen, Angie, thank you so much for being here. You guys go check out Angie on Facebook. It's Angie St. Pierre. I'm going to put her Facebook link within the show notes here. Check her out because she could be the person who is helping you one-on-one with all of those back office things that you need. If you were nodding your head this whole time going, oh my God, that's exactly what I need. You obviously know that she knows her stuff. So Angie, thanks so much again for being here and for sharing your business with everyone. Thank you for having me, Katie. I'm excited. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.